listen, buddy, I don't think Uranus has anything to do with your life. Of course it does. If my anus gets swollen, I don't want to sit down anymore. I'm talking about the planet, Sean. Oh. Not your anus. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with my life. talking about today today we gonna talk about well really we're gonna expand on some of the stuff that we've been talking about so last two episodes three episodes three episodes we've been talking about relationships, relationships. so what do you learn through all those three man there's a lot of uh there's a lot of similarities right and in this in this episode, I wanted to go over one of those similarities, which is boundaries. Because we talked about how boundaries was like one of the most important things whenever it comes to your relationships, friendships, love life, all of that stuff. Sex, you know, you have to have your safety word. Gunter Schlagen. Mine is pickle. That's weird. What if you're saying, shove your pickle further into me? That means don't do it. Nah, I heard what you said. Shove your pickle further in. So are you going to use this episode to make me look gay again? (laughs) You're doing it yourself, bud. I said my safe word was pickle. But do you remember that I said that I support you? So you're going to continue pretending and telling people that I'm gay? I'm not telling anybody. You just gave yourself away. Okay, so you're you're fucking gaslighting me right now. I don't even have a... You know what? I'm flashlighting you right now. How about that? You're flashlighting you. You feel that? That's the white hot light on my flashlight. That's... So this is a perfect example of gaslighting people. Set your boundaries, Eddie. I always set my fucking boundaries, but next time I'm going to fucking punch in the face. Here we are. With my dick. Damn. <laughs> anyway, so Eddie's not gay. So check this out, dude. I went to the gym today. Right? Did you? I went to Baza. But there was a lot of cars. And then I saw people walking in that I know. Then I was just like, I don't want to talk to. So I was like, I'm not going in. So I'll drive all the way to Baza. Stay in my car. Got my membership for Planet Fitness. Did you really? <laughs> so now I'm going to start going to Planet Fitness. My plan was to go to Boston in times where you I don't see people I know. You always end up going back to Planet Fitness, you know? Well, let me tell you this. Crazy <clears> thing <throat> is, as I was getting my membership at uh, Planet Fitness, all the memories came back of the glorious days. When I used to watch the sis, Greg play, Jim Shark, old school Jim Shark. I'm talking about like... Do you 2000- go to the one on Admiral? Yeah. I'm talking about the 2000-2014 era mm-hmm. of fitness when it just fucking blew up. So old school shit. And I was feeling really pumped. So I was feeling more pumped to go to Planet Fitness than going to Baza again. Yeah. Now, I'm not canceling my membership at Baza because I love the leg equipment. And sometimes you just want to see some 
Yeah, so you know, mm-hmm. ass. I, I didn't say it. Some chicks. I don't look at any of that. No, I mean, it's only for it's only for single guys. I mean, of course, dude. We respect women, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We respect the women. I mean, women. I mean, <laughs> women. So uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got my membership. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm pumped to actually go to the gym. And now you're gonna be physically pumped. And now, yeah, physically pumped. Not yeah. only that, I don't know nobody at Planet Fitness. It's close to my house. Mm, that's a plus. So yeah. that thing is like, if I wake up early, I can actually wake up early, go do my cardio in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Then in the evenings, go do my workout. Yeah, I mean you're you're saving like thirteen or fourteen miles, mm-hmm. or well, you know, subtract like ten miles a day on time. That's that's a good amount. Of because I was I, like, I was feeling great working on the mornings at Baza. <laughs> But I was feeling pressure too because it's like I have to be there a certain time so I can get out a certain time to go to work. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And so it's I really, busy. I really did enjoy mine. And it's busy. Yeah. yeah. So I really did enjoy mine. Unless you get there at four, it's busy as fuck. It mm-hmm. starts to get busy around fucking five. That's what I heard though. That it's getting busy now. Whew. Five so. o'clock, it's slammed. And then in the afternoons, the evenings, traffic, and getting there, I was like, fuck. So mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that shit. Yep. And the evenings are just as bad as 5 a.m. And then, like, I was thinking about going between 8 p.m., 9 p.m. But I was like, I don't think I'm going to have the energy to drive all the way there at that time. Yeah. So I'd rather just go. It's, most conven- it's more convenient. I don't know nobody. I can focus on myself. And whenever, well, man. and whenever I have to do legs, I can go to Basel. Because I do love the equipment at Basel for legs. Plus, I mean, you know, you don't grunt like I do, so I don't. So you don't get the lunk alarm, but you can't get you can't carry your gallon jug with you. Well, oh. you don't carry one. You carry one of those the the one and a half liter you never wash. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you think I wash my shakers? <laughs> You're fucking high if you think I do. It's most like ass. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll be sitting there like drinking protein out of it one second, and then I'm throwing like fucking blackberry lemonade flavors in it and, and then i got bcaa's in it and then i got another protein scoop in it like i don't give a fuck i'm the dirty one huh? but a yeah bit. yeah so i did that this morning did you go after you signed up no because okay. i met with roberto he's a he's a wife went for brunch we didn't go to ihop we went to brooks at by side and i got kicked out because i'm brown no, just kidding. I didn't. You know what? We cleared up our beef from last time, but now I got new beef with him. <laughs> Why? With Roberto. That was a beef. So. Listen to this, Roberto. So, Roberto, we're good from last time. We uh, we cleared all that up. And Eddie said it was okay to forgive you. And then uh, you didn't show up for the podcast today. <laughs> wasn't supposed to. So, yeah, well, it would have been a nice surprise. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you said that you miss him and you want to see him like he will be here. I That's what I was saying, but you guys couldn't hear me because you, you were need at to fucking communi- Brookside. You need to communicate. I did. You're the one who called me in the middle of a busy place. Dude, I wasn't. I, didn't, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, shit, FaceTime. I was like, cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> My bad. I was just trying to drive. Oh. 
I was like about to pull into my fucking apartment complex and everything. Sorry. It's all good. I mean to call you. If I crash, I crash. Fuck it. Not a big deal. I can find another co-host. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> you won't. <laughs> no one's putting up with you like I do. Okay? Nobody. Hey, listen. You hear me? Nobody. I give, I give the same abuse that you give, okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody replaces me. You hear me? What are you, Beyonce? When I die, this podcast dies with me. What are you, Beyonce or something? Do you think you're replaceable? If I die, you start the Infra Awesomeness podcast. You think you're not about me? Because I can have another you in a minute. (laughs) You just just went full on fucking feminist Beyonce on me. (laughs) You must know not about me. You must know not about me. (laughs) To the left, to the left. Got my new podcast in a box to the left. <laughs> Fucking A, man. But okay, boundaries. Anyway. Again. Hold on, just real quick. Yeah. Hey, Roberto. Maybe surprise your boy next time, okay? Your and wife can come too. She can watch TV with Papa. And what's he, and what's he watching? Uh, what is this series I didn't called? look at the TV. It's a, it's a series about like... Uh, religious people like see she like that churches and stuff she wants to watch that too okay yeah I mean but you need to wear some of those tight leggings Roberto yes please mm-hmm. when you show up here wear them mm-hmm. the, the TikTok ones I was hoping that he was gonna come out of the closet door or something I mean he already be came like, out of the closet surprise well yeah but you know for me like okay. surprise <laughs> and like maybe in a trench coat and well, well Sean, Sean we'll leave my fantasies Sean, out Sean, of this Sean, but Sean. He Close your eyes. He... I'm just kidding. Ah, oh, man. He's not here. <laughs> now we're really beefing. You want me to face And Eddie's in this, too. Oh, now you're beefing with me? I'm not going to look at you the whole time we do this. <laughs> you never look at me during. That's <laughs> because of them big eyes. I'll fall in love. Anyway, we're talking about boundaries now. <laughs> You're making this fucking face like. <laughs> All right, boundaries. It's because your old face sucks, Eddie. <laughs> anyway. 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 So you're in charge. Boundaries. Ba- Why am I always in charge? You're in charge now. Boundaries. Because people say. That I'm always talking. They said that the first, like, three episodes. Okay. Wait, what episodes? We're, we're 33. Man, man, <laughs> Turns out, nobody can take us seriously. I like that. <laughs> Maybe it makes them listen more. Continue. Anyway, so today, we're talking about boundaries and taking inventory of your friends. Or just people around you in general. Yeah. So, whenever we talked about relationships the past three episodes, we um, found a lot of similarities. And one of those was boundaries, right? Sometimes, you know, as relationships go on, whether it be love, life, friendship, business, family, sometimes you got to set some boundaries, right? 
So I just kind of wanted to talk about um, what boundaries can do, how boundaries can cause some trouble sometimes, you know, and, you know, just overall talk about our experiences with setting some boundaries. I think we need to understand what what's a boundary and what's just what is not a boundary. Like what's being a boundary and what's just being a demanding asshole? Exactly. Okay. Because sometimes like people can say that, oh, this is my boundary, mm-hmm. but they can just be basically manipulating you. Or like being selfish about exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So there has to be a big, there is a big difference between this is something that triggers something in me. Right. Or this is something that you like, don't disrespect me this way. But then people can manipulate that shit and just be like, oh, no, you don't do that. Right. You know, well, I mean, like, I think it's important that you said that because there is a difference. Yeah. (laughs) And while I don't think that most friends would do that, I think other people that aren't friends that maybe you have to deal with on a daily basis, like maybe at work or something like that, like maybe they would if they're like a narcissist or something. So the big, I think the key, the key. Some of the keys for you to like understand the differences is the type of person that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So while you're out auditing people, sorry, I'm not gonna be able to say that word. I'm just gonna be straight up. While you're taking inventory, while you're taking inventory from people and their personality and stuff, you can see how stable they are mentally, right, and emotionally, because we call about uh, an emotional maturity. So. Someone that is not emotional doesn't have that emotional, uh, that is not emotionally mature is going to tend to not communicate. It's not going to be direct. It's not going to be honest. They're going to be like passive aggressive about things, exactly. make so, sly little comments. Mm-hmm. So if you notice any passive aggressiveness, that means they're not stable. Right. And they're not able to communicate their boundaries. They don't even know what a boundary is. Right, and as so, soon as that happens, like in my experience, like you gotta, you gotta nick, nick, like you, you gotta nip that shit in the bud, mm-hmm. you know. Like if somebody, if you, if you lay down a boundary where someone's making you feel uncomfortable, and you say, "Hey, I'd really appreciate it if you, you know, maybe exactly. didn't say that or act like that mm-hmm. because it, it's not respectful towards me exactly. or anybody around us." Mm-hmm. And they make some comments about it or whatever, like be like, okay, this this is exactly what's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I came to you and I asked you nicely and I tried to communicate my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I'm asking too much. Uh, it's it's not conducive for you to act like that. Now, if you were able to communicate <clears throat> with that person and you were able to be honest and direct and you were able to communicate your boundary and that person gets mad or gets offended. Or tries to flip it on you. That's your first red flag. Big old red flag. Anytime. That's just manipulation. Exactly. Well, denial and manipulation. And gaslighting you. Yeah. Because they're going to use that shit like against real you. real gaslighting. Yeah. They're going to use that stuff against you. Because the thing is, like, <clears throat> if I'm telling you not to do this, there's a reason behind it. Right. And I'm going to tell you the reason behind it. So you can understand why. Right. But if you continue doing this shit then that means you don't care about me. Like, if you, let's say, like, if you pass my boundary once, it's fine. We can talk about it. 
twice, I'm going to be effy about it. If you did three times, fuck off. Yeah. You know, first time we always make mistakes. Second time it's like, I already told you. So it's either you change or you fuck off. Third time, they don't care. Is it easy as that? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that's kind of the rule of thumb with anything, I think, is three strikes. You know? How do they say it's like, first uh, fool me once? Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on shame me. Shame on me. So it's like, no. Yeah. Once is cool. Twice, I'm going to be vocal about it. Three times, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um It's something that everybody has to deal with, unfortunately. And it sounds like it sounds like hard to say that, and it sounds maybe like I'm being hard with people and shit. But the thing no, is, I, man, I don't think so. The thing is, like, <clears throat> why will you want people in your life that are causing you, causing you problems? Right, right, and especially like friends, because that's how it starts. If you allow your friends to use the If you allow your friends to do just whatever they want with you and, like, take advantage of you and stuff, do you think you're going to be ready to take on a relationship? Something that is more deeper? Yeah, not at all. You're going to allow people to just walk all over you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it within you, like, if you can't address those boundaries without worrying about other people's feelings and stuff like that, and you're just letting people walk all over you, like... That's a red flag for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, that you have some deep work that you need to do because exactly. you've you've got to be more. Uh, you got to respect yourself. And we talked about self-respect yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, but you also have to be. Um, what's the word? Not aggressive, but assertive. Assertive. You got to be assertive <laughs> about it, you know, like, hey, man, this isn't happening. Exactly. That's that's not how this is going to go. And I think people are afraid of that, man. I think people are afraid of being honest. I mean, uh, I don't even think people sometimes know what the meaning of being honest means. Yeah, like... Because we're like in, like in society right now, we have to be fake for everything. Mm -hmm. We have to be fake for attention. We have to be fake if we want to make money. We have to... do like how many people you know on Instagram that are faking their lives? Either to get money, either to get validation, either to get likes, either to like, how many people do you think? I mean, most of them. Most of them. You know, like the, like you can always tell. I did it myself like then. By like people who post all the time mm -hmm. or just speak to Instagram like they're speaking to their friend, which I mean, like I understand, but at the same time, it's like this, this isn't. This isn't real. Exactly. Like, who... It, you need to be talking to somebody that actually, like, you know, is there. And the biggest problem is, is like, the, we have this thing where it's like, I have the secret for you to make money. So follow me and send me the word king <laughs> or send me the word uh, money or send me the word freedom or send me the word and I will, I will show you the secret. Yeah. And what people don't understand is, like, I'm not saying this is the secret. You're paying for the program. That's yeah. how they got rich. Yeah. They're getting rich from you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to sell you a course on how to make courses, but that's how I make mm -hmm. my money. 
That's you, you, you want to know how you want to know how I bought this Bugatti? Send me the working, and I will show you. And then for five thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, you're gonna make the same money that I'm making. And a hundred people do that. Yeah, it's five thousand dollars a day. Yeah, yeah, that's a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And then that's the reason why is because people think that having money, it's been successful. It's been because this is the thing. Like if you don't understand the purpose of money. You're going to get lost in the sauce. Right. Money is a tool for you to live the life that you want to live. Yep. Money is not supposed to be your God. Money is a tool. And money doesn't fix anything. Nothing. You know, like if you can't live with what you have now, you're not going to be happy with what you get. But they don't tell you that. You know. They only tell you. I mean, I'm happy that there are a few people now that are honest Mm -hmm. about that. Like. One would be Gary V. He gets a lot of fucking pushback, but I really think Gary V is one of the most like truly like honest people. Where he's like, dude, the, all the like him and Tony Robbins will tell you like all like almost all the rich people I know aren't happy. And like, how, the people that you know make fifty thousand dollars a year and they have a family and they wake up and they go to work every day and then they come home and play with their kids like they're the happiest ones. And that's the thing, man, like, what does happiness means to you? Because happiness to you means different from me. And that's the thing, like, everybody has a different life. And that's what we don't understand. We just want to be such fucking copycats. Right. Oh, he has a Bugatti. Oh, I want to learn what he does so I can have the Bugatti. Oh, he has all these bitches. I want to know what he does so I can have all these bitches. Oh, he does this. Like, I want to know what he does to have that. It's like, no, dude, like, learn things. I'm not saying don't learn. Right. Get a mentor. Learn things. But at the end of the day, how you want to live your life. And that's what the whole fake thing, that's what the whole I can be honest to myself because I have to be like this person. Like, dude, there's no more There's no more um, honesty. There's no more authenticity. There's no more. It's always jumping into fucking trends. Right. And you know, that's the reason you cannot have fucking boundaries. That's the reason you cannot be direct. That's the reason you cannot be assertive. Because you don't even know yourself. And kind of to go with that, on my way here, I was thinking about social media, which is a big topic that we've talked about a million times now. Mm-hmm. Like, there used to be a time where you could be friends with your neighbor mm-hmm. and you would have something in common and you would be cool enough that you could do things for each other. Yeah. And then now it's like you, you, you're cool with them, but you're friends with them on Facebook mm-hmm. and they have different opinions mm-hmm. than you. And then you're like, Oh, now I don't like that person. Yeah. And you're like, but if I didn't have this shit like Facebook, we would still be friends because they're a nice person. Exactly. But now, since I know, you know, let's just say, let's just say I'm a flaming fucking liberal and they voted for Trump, you know, like they were, they helped me whenever I need my grass mowed and my mower broke or something like that. And they're like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll get it for you. No big deal. You can borrow my mower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, Hey, we're having a barbecue, you know, come on over. Come in, yeah. But as soon as you add them on Facebook and they're like, well, I don't understand why Trump, you know, blah, 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 blah. You're like, oh, they're a Trump supporter. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Like this, this shit doesn't happen. Mm-mm. Like we literally just use social media 
to set non-existent boundaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like boundaries that are unrealistic. And what people don't understand it is like we are getting brainwashed in a massive way. A massive way. People don't understand that. And I. It's a I, platform to just judge people. I kind of think that people don't understand how or grasp, grasp the uh, a little bit about how brainwashed we are getting every fucking day. It's either left and the right. Left against the right, the right against the left. With with the everybody, thing is that we have common. There is common ground. Yeah, but with everybody both. posting their opinions and people having such quote unquote diverse opinions from each other, which isn't a fucking thing. It's just like social media is a great division tool because everybody has been shown that it's okay to put every thought on social media. So now everybody's showing that everybody's showing every single thought that they have and every card that they have without even putting any like research into it. So now you're dividing people because you know what I mean? Like there, there was a time where you could have individual thoughts and you don't have to fucking tell anybody like that's your belief. That's Nobody you it doesn't were. matter exactly. to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Nobody like, and if, and if you're on, social media now and you're posting all these opinions nobody fucking cares i promise i think that there's things that you should speak out about but like when it comes to your opinion nobody fucking cares this is how i see it dude you know what i mean uh-huh and this is how like I see it's it. supposed to be a thing for you to stay friends with people that don't live near you and it's supposed to be a thing where you post i mean let's be realistic to post your highlights where you're like, Oh, my kid's going to kindergarten. Like my kid just made this awesome painting for me. Like it's supposed to like keep people that inform what you're informed doing. on what's going on in your life, exactly. like good or bad. It's mm-hmm. not meant for fucking opinions. Like nobody cares about your opinion and honest to fucking God, your opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't just go fucking vote and shut up. You know what I mean? I agree with that. And I go as far as to say that if you really have something to say and if you really want to make a, a, a change, do something. I mean, it's different if you have a statistical fact. Exactly. And that's my... Okay. Let's go there. I'm strictly just saying... Let's go there. A lot of people just post opinions or they don't read a full article whenever they post something. And then they're spreading misinformation. And then everybody's like, oh, they're spreading misinformation. But here's the truth. And then that's misinformation. Like, everything is just fucking misinformation, so why don't we just stick to the fucking statistical truth and shut up? I mean, we talk about, like, you know? this is a podcast for men, yeah. right? And we talk about men's problems, We talk about, and we have the information about it. Yeah. But if we tell this to a fucking feminist, she's going to say that it's not true, even though we're showing the fucking facts. Right. And I have this problem where it is, like, I show things, I show how they think, I post things that they say, I post things that I, like... This is you fucking doing it yourself. And then they get they get and mad they get and mad they, at me. Yeah, they get mad and they react. Exactly. And they prove your point. Uh-huh. Exactly. Just like Michaela Peterson did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because the thing, just, the, the thing I, I saw I saw this picture there where it's like uh, I love to see how toxic people post motivational quotes. Oh yeah. And someone post post a comment on that saying that, "Oh, hello there." I didn't respond it. Number one, because she doesn't know me. Like, she knows me from back then. She doesn't know me now. Number two, I'm not going to waste my time. Number two, if you're going to say something, 
tell me when I'm wrong. Don't just fucking do that. Right. Tell me when where I'm wrong. And let's have a conversation about it. Right. Don't be passive aggressive about it. If you have Thank a, you. If you have a problem. Say it. Say it. I have no problem saying what I say. I have no problem talking to people about it. Huh. If you want to have a conversation. I'm up for we're a gonna... fucking conversation. Exactly. Today. I don't care. I, I'm up for it, dude. I'm always been up for it. But don't make passive aggressive comments like, what are you, gay, bro? Mm-hmm. You know? Like. The fuck's that gonna do? And the thing is, like, well, you don't know me. You haven't seen me for fucking years. You don't know, like, you don't know anything about my <clears throat> life. And all you know is that you're triggered by my posts. And you're need, fucking true. You're nitpicking what is triggering you. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, okay, like the hardest, the hardest shit that I have said is like, imagine being told what a real man is by someone that has different baby daddies. Imagine being told what a real man is by someone with daddy issues. 100%. Imagine being told what a real man is by someone that doesn't even honor and respect her own fucking gender roles. I can continue with this shit. I mean, you're not fucking wrong. No. But if I tell, oh, women should do this. Oh, my God. I mean, it's like the whole fucking Cam Newton thing going on right now. I mean, he's sitting there telling people, like, don't believe these people that call themselves bad bitches. Because there are actual bad bitches, and they don't call themselves bad bitches. Mm-hmm. They go out there and they fucking work. Exactly. And that's, and that's my thing. I'll respect a woman that puts her money where her mouth is. And I I'll mean, respect the shit out of them. Dude, I've seen so many people go against him for that. And so many people, so many women, you know, be like, you're right. There are a lot of people that don't have anything to fucking offer. And let me tell you something. The women that are against him will suck his dick just because of money and power that he has. Yeah. And guess what? They probably don't have anything else to offer. They don't. Because this is the thing, dude. That's why they're fucking mad. You expect me. You expect me to protect you. You expect me to provide for you. You expect me to be there emotionally for you. You expect me to provide you with a house, food, car, gas, pretty much everything. You're expecting me to do all these things. Use for a pussy. And you can't even cook. And you can't even cook. You like, can't even clean. You can't like even. Women, like, women got so mad that he said that they can't even cook. And he's like, he's not literally saying you can't even cook. He's saying like, you don't. Have you can't even be a traditional... You, you want a traditional right. man, but you can be a traditional woman. Right. Like, you want somebody to do all these things, to buy all of your stuff, but you can't do one single, simple thing like I have, to, I have to That was walk, just a good I example. have to walk on eggshells to say, I'm hungry. Is there something that you cook? <laughs> right. What kind of a man are you? And what kind of a woman are you? He's like, hey, I bring home fucking $28 million a year. Can you cook me something? <laughs> like, maybe like clean the house and do the dishes. Because dude, if you have money, because you're not even, working, even if, you, if you, even if you don't have money, how many guys are leaving women pregnant, right. and these bitches are falling for them? Broke dudes, fucking women. Mm-hmm. They created their own problems, but they're blaming them on us. And simple proof is the other video that I posted when the girl is like, 
when I explain that I just want to be a homemaker, want to be a wife, I want to be a mother, and then you have all these crazy bitches saying, oh my God, you're this, like, aren't you supposed to be like a pro woman? Aren't you supposed to like let them right. have choices? If she wants to be a mom, what's the fucking problem? Also, you're an oppressor. Are you part of the patriarchy? Oh, well, that doesn't make sense because you're a female. So you're part of the matriarchy. Oh, fuck, the matriarchy is oppressor. Boom. <laughs> Remember when I say that women are the worst oppressors of women? Right. That's what I said. So whenever you post up on these boundaries. And this is an important thing for men. You need to understand how to put your fucking boundaries. Right. And be direct and assertive on the things that you want in a fucking relationship. Exactly. Because otherwise you're going to put up with women. And nothing's ever going to end well. No. Nothing. No. And you're always going to be the bad guy, dude. Mm -hmm. Even with the last person that I dealt with, I tried to be as honest as I could. I tried to be as like open and stuff. Ended up well. And I'm pretty sure I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Do I care? I don't fucking care. But that's I the mean, thing. I mean, I think she thinks you're the bad guy, but... <laughs> I, I know she does. I think that's a little delusional. But but that, yeah, I yeah. know she does. <laughs> but guess what? She might text me sometime whenever she comes back. And you know what I'm going to say? Fuck you. Not anymore. And if she doesn't, I don't care. Still, fuck you. No more. Right. But that's, that's the reason you have. Because in order for you to be able to put boundaries, I think with self-respect, is the biggest thing. You yeah. have to have self-respect for yourself. You have to have you have yourself to see yourself. Your beliefs. Exactly. Yeah. And when I'm saying beliefs, it's like something that is factual. That you can actually right. show facts. Because if you're just gonna say, I believe in this and it's just bullshit, well, things are not gonna be good for you. So here I have a little infographic Ooh. about boundaries, right? Ooh. Just for some people who may not, sure, some people who may not get it yet, you know? Um, so boundaries sound like, I understand you're angry, but don't speak to me that way. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to make it. You know, you don't need an explanation. You don't have to explain yourself, mm -hmm. you know. I would appreciate you not bringing this up anymore. Mm -hmm. If you text me, I'll text back at a time that works best for me. I'm not on your watch, you know. Boundaries include an action. If this continues, I won't be spending time here. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've probably used that one. I know I have. Yeah. If you cannot respect what I'm asking, I need some space. Exactly. If you continue to pressure me or attempt to guilt trip me, I'm going to have to end this conversation. Mm -hmm. Nothing of that nature is conducive to any conversation. Nope. That's not called a conversation. That's called an argument. Mm -hmm. And nobody wins arguments. Nope. It's not how it happens. Boundaries feel like confusing, sometimes terrifying. Mm -hmm. Especially for codependents. And guilt-ridden. Mm-hmm. If you come from a codependent dynamic. There you go. Yeah. If you're a codependent, dude, it feels like shit. And yeah, because, sure. I mean, you're a people pleaser. Exactly. Like, you, you want them to 
be able to say things around you. You mm-hmm. don't want to let people down, but mm-hmm. whenever you say how you feel and it goes against the grain, you're like, oh, I hope I didn't upset them. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's a little bit of that to everybody, but mm-hmm. it's it's not your job to fix other people. Mm-hmm. It's okay if people get angry about your boundaries. It's definitely okay to say no to things. It's not your job to take responsibility for other people or their feelings. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to anticipate anticipate the needs of others. Nope. Which would definitely be a codependency mm-hmm. thing. Exactly. But it is your job to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. Or else you're not going to have any good relationships with anybody. Nope. Nobody has to agree with you as long as you're respectful about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to agree with you. You can still have conversations with people. You can still be friends with people who don't even have the same fucking opinion as you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm friends with people who don't fucking think like I do. Yeah. Like, they think that I'm fucking crazy whenever I say something, and I'm really not even, like, I'm pretty and, fucking middle ground. And that's the thing, dude, because, like, yesterday was Good Friday, right? And uh, one of my coworkers, he's an atheist. And I was talking about my experience, and he was talking to me about his experience. We said some stuff that could have, like, rough up their feathers and be like, oh, fuck you, dude. But we didn't, like, get to that point. Because the thing is, like, he being an atheist has nothing, like, it doesn't affect me right? as believing in God. And I know he's a good person. So I'm not going to be like, oh, fucking idiot. You're stupid. You should... You should believe in God. You're going to go to fucking hell. Right. He's like, no, dude. Like, you know, he's a cool dude. It sounds like he's going to want to believe in God after that. <laughs> I mean, I'm you just know? saying. I'm like, just saying. If, if you beat down on people like that, like, it, it doesn't. It prove, doesn't help. It doesn't help. No. The thing is, like, and, and the biggest thing when it comes to religion and stuff, dude, is, like, especially boundaries with, with religion. Because people don't know how to fucking handle themselves whenever it comes to be religious. You have to have boundaries. You cannot go to anybody and just be like, oh, God this, God that. Right. I know the gospel and the Bible says that. But it's better if you show it with your actions. It is better if you show it through actions right. than fucking putting the Bible through the fucking throats. Like, let's just say you go to the store and the greeter says, have a blessed day. I I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would like... I appreciate you for, you know, saying that, and I can tell that you mean it. I don't have to sit there and argue with you about mm-hmm. it. Nobody has to sit there and argue with you about it. No. Are there people that are going to? Maybe. But those people have a problem. Those people have a have problem. Have a fucking mental problem. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, what you believe in. If somebody's being... It's just being nice, somebody's being courteous. Exactly. It's just being polite. I believe in this. That doesn't mean that I'm pushing you my beliefs on you. Right. It's just have a blessed day. To me, saying having a blessed day is you're going to have a great day. Yeah. I just and I say mean, it the way that I know how to say it. And if you work with that guy and, like, say one of your other coworkers is really preachy, he might say, hey, man, like, I don't believe in any of that. You you don't have to you don't have to be like that around me. Like, and I, I, will, I appreciate you for doing that, but like, I don't want to hear about that all the time because believe, I don't care. And believe me, I mean? dude, I will even tell the other guy, the preacher guy will be like, listen, dude, like you don't have to do that shit. If you really believe in God, show it with your actions. Mm-hmm. I will actually speak up my boys yeah. for my atheist coworker. Yeah. Because everybody one. should have an opinion. Exactly. 
Everybody should have an opinion, but not everybody should post that shit on fucking social media. Cause nobody, exactly. Nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. Preach. So, 10 steps to setting healthy boundaries. Wait. Let's see. Are you telling me to stop posting shit? Yes, please. If we can... Let's 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 see how much of this we agree with. Okay, number one, clearly identify your boundary, mm-hmm. which would be. I already see a problem. <laughs> number one should be identify the problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's already known. Clearly identify your boundary would be next after you. After you feel a certain way about something and you ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Is it something that needs to be addressed or am I just moody today or, you know, because self-awareness, self-awareness. Yeah. Number two, understand why you need the boundary, which would be part of Mm self-awareness. Be straightforward. Mm -hmm. That's being assertive. You don't have to apologize or give long explanations. Nope. Just get to a point. Unless you have to prove a point. But a yeah, point, like if somebody if but, but that's usually but that's after generally, you ask a generally if they ask you like, okay, why? Right. If they generally ask you why, then you can provide information. Yeah, but I mean, you know, keep it simple. Exactly. Give enough of an explanation that it that shows that you're be serious. Like, okay, thank you. But you don't have to go into detail about it mm-hmm. because again, they you, they don't care. In 1976, this happened, and now, right? Because <laughs> in 1776, the yeah. fucking British, you know? exactly. <laughs> Number five, America. Use a common, polite tone. I we're gonna say use a condom. <laughs> use a condom and a polite tone. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Start with tighter boundaries. I'm horny, and then loosen up if appropriate. Yeah. Number seven, address boundary violations early. Mm-hmm. Meaning, be assertive. No, it doesn't speak up. It doesn't mean, hey, I didn't. What did I fucking say? Exactly. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that. Be like, hey, man, mm-hmm. like you stepped over the line again. Exactly. Like it's not a big deal this time, but like I asked you mm-hmm. nicely. Exactly. Like let's let's try not to mm-hmm. let that happen again. And just like nothing happened. Yeah. So, like, oh, my bad, dude. Yeah. I didn't realize I'll try harder next time. No big deal, boy. No biggie, my man. Now get that fat ass back over there. (laughs) Number eight. Don't make it personal. Because it's not personal. You know, like, unless they're doing it on purpose. Exactly. And you'll know if they are because it'll happen like six times Mm -hmm. in one fucking sentence. Mm -hmm. You know? Or if that's what it is, you know, when they're talking or whatever. It, yeah, it, it's not generally a a personal problem mm-hmm. with somebody. It's just like, you know, you might talk to so many people on a daily basis. I, I don't think you should have to tiptoe around everybody. You, mm-hmm. know, you shouldn't have to walk around on eggshells or anything. But at the same time, like some people have personal boundaries. Like maybe somebody has fucking PTSD. You know? And I think it's important to say this boundaries are for the people that you're going to spend time with. Yeah. yeah. You don't go around telling people your fucking boundaries. Yeah. People are for, boundaries are for the people that you are going to spend time with. Yeah. For like, for a long time. Like, co-workers, friends. Yeah. 
lovers. Because if it's just like some random person on the street. Yeah, you don't go, this is my list. Don't take it personally. Exactly. They don't know your fucking boundaries Mm -hmm. and they don't care. Exactly. Keep walking. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Exactly. They didn't mean it like that. Mm -hmm. They don't know know your trauma. They don't Mm -hmm. know any of that. It was, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it, it wasn't actually towards you. Exactly. Number nine, use a support system. Should you use a support system when setting boundaries? Asking people? Yeah. Or supporting your boundaries? I think like... The way that I take it is like, maybe if I feel a certain way about something, I might ask my friend, be like, hey, like, this has been going on. Do you think I should... What do you see? Like, how do you see Mm -hmm. it? Like, should I say something or do you think I'm viewing it wrong? And I think that's a good thing that you mentioned that because like people see you differently. Yeah. How you see yourself. Yeah. So I think it's important. Like, let's say like... Uh, if you're doing something, you might think you're doing something right, but your friends are going to be like, listen, dude, so you did this, and I don't think it's... Like, if I post something out of the fucking wall, you're going to be like, hey, come on, dude, like, that's not going to help us, right? So you will tell me, because right. for me, maybe it makes sense. In those five minutes or three minutes that I saw that shit, maybe it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to post this. But then I didn't thought about it, but you did. And you're looking out from the outside. And then you can be like, hey, man, like, I don't think this is going to help your case. Right. This is the reason why. Okay, perfect. Now I have a support system. Number 10, trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Now, with your intuition, we have to be really careful with that one. Okay. I think because a lot of people... Uh, how can I say this? I think it comes with self-awareness. Because, yeah. like, your intuition doesn't mean that you can have you have to put your traumas on everybody. And I think a lot of people put, like, they try to use intuition as, oh, this happened before, so I'm not going to do it no more. Right. So I think is that you have to be aware of what's going on. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. And, um, like, whenever it comes to, like, taking inventory of who's around you, it doesn't like it can come off as a few different ways whenever you talk about like auditing your friends and stuff. Cause you know, most people think like, Oh, that means like there might be something I need to cut out. But like, sometimes it's like maybe you have a friend that you've been avoiding because there was a boundary problem, but you haven't done anything about it. And so then when you're, taking inventory of your friendships you're like oh i i have some some things that need to be said said here Mm -hmm. it doesn't always just mean like i'm gonna keep this one i'm gonna get rid of this one you know like sometimes like if somebody says something that rubs you the wrong way like sometimes you don't want to say something right up front because fuck like i have anger problems no. If I say something up front, I'm probably not going to be very fucking nice about it. Right. So I'm probably just going to be quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. And we're probably not going to talk for a few days. And then I'm going to be like, hey, man, like, mm-hmm. I'm calmed down now. Pussy. <laughs> Even though, you know, I'm, I shouldn't have taken it personally, I have poor control over my fucking emotions. Or are you a woman? <laughs> yes. 
I am what I eat. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, so. I'm a big feminist then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a MILF. That too. <laughs> I'm a MILF. I'm a feminist. So, I'm a single mom. Shit. <laughs> we're back to this. We're back to the old single mom shit. I love it. So, they say you are the five closest people that you hang out with, right? Or that you talk to all the time, that, you know, I your, think your closest circle is kind of who you become. That's really Bane at the yeah. same time, because I think it's more important to know where you are going in your life. Where you headed with your life, but and your purpose, and let me let me just. But like I agree with that. No, I agree with it too. But the people that aren't going the same way as I am, they're not in that circle anymore. No, what this is what I meant with this is what I mean with this. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying that that saying is bad. It is correct. You're the people that you surround yourself with. What I'm saying that is vain because like they don't explain it. It sounds vain to me because they don't explain it in more detail. And that's what I'm saying is like the people that you're going to surround yourself is people that have either the same mentality, have the same goals, have something in common, uh, uh, the same drive, the same hobby, things like that. If you don't have goals, well, you're going to be with people that don't have goals. Yeah, you're going to be stagnant too. If you're a drunk, you're going to be hanging out with a lot of people in the bar. If you are this, you're going to, if you smoke marijuana, and I'm not saying that marijuana is bad, but if you smoke a lot of marijuana, then you're going to be with people that don't really have a lot of things going on. Right. Right. So I think like auditing your people or taking inventory of the people around you is knowing where you're going and see if they match that energy. See if they match the same goals. See if they match. Uh, the same drive. Yeah. Whenever you, whenever you put it that way, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. So, um, I think that should be more explained whenever they say, like, the five people around you should be, that's who you are. So, speaking of Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. I often reference him a lot because He's good. I actually just really fucking like Tony Robbins. Yeah. So, a quote that he said is, who you spend time with is who you become. Change your life by consciously choosing to surround yourself with people with higher standards. Exactly. And he also said something along the lines of um, choose people who push you, not people who uh, like don't surround yourself with people who validate you. Surround yourself with people who tell you like, hey, that's great, but I know you're capable of more. So like, what's the next level? And I think the biggest. How do we do that better? Exactly. And I think the biggest thing is like. Once, because this is the thing, you're going to level up. And as you level up, you're going to leave friendships, relationship, relationships behind. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have to be your friends. They don't have to be your friends. Right. But they're not going to be your closest circle. Right. They're going to be far away. Let's say you're the sun, right? And then around you have the first circle. So those are people. Depending on how many plans you want to have, those are the people you want to have there. Then there's another circle of people that are more... You you know them from, and some people hop circles too. Yeah, exactly. Like some people level up with you. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's like you don't have to leave leaving people behind 
doesn't mean you don't have to talk. A level enough doesn't mean that you have to talk to. You have to stop talking to people. And it doesn't mean you're better than those people. Exactly. It just means you have another mission. You have mm-hmm. another goal. You have another. Right. You took another highway. Exactly. That that's what it is. And if you see them again, you're gonna see them being happy and this and that and how you been this and that. What's going on in life? Well, I did this. What are you doing? Well, I did this. And maybe let's say you want to make a lot of money and you have a good friend that is just happy making 50000 a year. And whenever you come back and you're a millionaire and you tell him, like, oh, you know, life has been great. I have this. And he's like, oh, man, I'm happy for you. But I'm happy that I'm making my 50000 yeah. because I have my family. I have this. I have that. Everything is great. And I have time. And, you know, yeah. All that. So I don't have to do it with all the bullshit that you do and this and that. So I was like, is is that person bad because he's one of he wants to just make fifty thousand and he's happy? No. No. It's not bad. It's just not part of You just have two different goals. Exactly. Two different end goals. That doesn't mean that you can't be friends. It doesn't exactly. mean that you don't talk to each other. Exactly. It just means that like life is you, different from everybody. Life is different. You, you kind of grow apart, but it doesn't mean that like you dislike each other. It doesn't mean that you take anything personal about it or anything like that. You know, like another good thing about Facebook is you can still keep up with those. Exactly. People. You can still heart their shit. You can still laugh, react their shit. Like you can still post shit on their wall. If you find something that reminds you of them or mm-hmm. whatever, like you can still message them. And but like it's the- like those are probably not going to be those people in your everyday tech circle. Exactly. Like, that you're constantly talking to, that you're mm-hmm. constantly making plans with, where, you know, they're 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 not pushing you as hard mm-hmm. because they're content where they're at. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess, like, a way to put it would be they're, they're a Mustang and you're trying to be a fucking Lambo. Exactly. Right? And... and they take off just fine, mm-hmm. but that long run, they're not keeping up. No. And that doesn't mean that the Mustang's not a badass car. No, it just means, it just means they're a, not in the Lambo pace. club. Mm-hmm. That's their pace. That's their pace. That's it. And then let's just say you're like, oh, shit, well, that's, that's a fast-ass car. I'm going to go hang out with more Lambo dudes. Mm-hmm. And then you meet somebody that's, you know, in like a fucking Supra. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, my car's way lighter and it's way faster. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out with that dude. Yeah. I want to learn how he got his car that fast. Exactly. And you're like, oh, this dude's got a fucking Bugatti. Exactly. I want to know how he bought that shit. So I'm going to start hanging out with him. And Oh, he has a private jet? Oh, shit. I want to learn that. Right. Oh, I, I can have a chauffeur. I don't have to even, I don't have to drive. So my thing is like, because I heard this saying like, if you're the, if you're the, if you're the most, if you're the smartest on your circle, move on. Yeah. And I think it's it's true. Oh shit! I gotta go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would expect you to go if, like, if I'm just like holding you down. It's true, dude. It's gonna happen, and that's what it, that's what it means by that. Like, you have to let go of people in a way that if those people are not serving you on your bigger purpose, right? You have to let them go. And again, like I said, it's not where all the like, causes stress and they're not helping the cause or anything. Exactly. Like, sometimes like you have to be selfish because mm-hmm. I mean, like that's your goal. Exactly. Like, they should be supportive of that. Not bringing you down. And that just means like, Hey man, like I got to step back for a bit. I got to hit my foot on the gas right now. Mm-hmm. It's like with the podcast. It was like, 
I left so many people behind and also so much people stopped talking to me. And the thing is, like, I'm not even sad. It doesn't even bother me. Right. Because it's like, if you left or you just, like, stop talking to me, that means you're not supposed to be here. And you don't get to enjoy where I'm going. Right. And the people that are still here and they still support they're going to enjoy what I'm doing. And they're going to get a part of the cake when I make it. So it's like, am I losing people? Or is people losing me? Right. Uh, either, either way, like, because that's the thing, like, and I will say, like, you, you, Roberto, uh, my, my brother, like, people that really have been there, like, shit, dude, like, if this picks up and I can do some business with Roberto, I will do it just like we did. Yeah. You know, I want to take you guys up with me. I'm not going to be selfish and be like, oh, fuck you. No. You're my boy. You were there. Fucking Roberto has been listening to each episode. Every Wednesday at noon, he's there. He's ready to listen. He's not here, but I appreciate that. Yeah. I would tell him to his face, but he didn't show up. Yeah. Fucker. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So, James. I know James has been a great friend for you. I'm pretty sure you will do the same for him. Oh, yeah. You know? So, how do we get to have these type of friendships? Well, be honest. Be vulnerable. Show yourself as who you are. Don't pretend. And whenever you do that, and somebody tells you, like, like, if James were to be like, hey, man, you, you want to go get lunch on Sunday? I'm like, well, you know I record the podcast, so mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know? Like, he, he'd be like, oh, you know, like, maybe next weekend, but, like, on Saturday night or something. Yeah. Like we go out or something, you know? He's like, my bad, I forgot. Like, no big deal. Like, because he doesn't take it personally. He knows. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even with James, because like, I like James a lot. Like, I consider one of my friends, too. I know we don't hang out a lot of stuff like that uh, other than the gym. But I respect the guy. Like, I really have respect for the guy. And the thing is, like, how I see him, like, he got engaged and he's doing all these things. And I'm, I'm happy for him. Like, I'm really happy for him. And one time I posted something and he kind of, like, wasn't really with it. So he explained me why. And then I told him, listen, man, like, I understand. Like, I'm not going to judge you indifferent or anything. I know I know the process is different from everybody. But I seen you for who you are and things that you're doing. So I don't expect anything else from you. And I'm, I'm not, that doesn't make you a bad person or that doesn't make you less of a person. Like, I fucking respect the shit out of you. And you're a great, like, role model for your son. Like, you're doing these things for And even though we don't see on one little thing eye to eye, like, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that. That, that this doesn't work exactly so it's like dude like i still respect the shit out of you and like i know you're a good person you're a good man you're doing great things like i seen the great things that you have done i see how you sacrifice for your family i see how you sacrifice to make your, your girl happy i see how you sacrifice to make your kids happy like i see the things that you do and that's what i respect about you that was that's what to me is like that's a man 
Right. And he's living his truth. He's living his journey. He's living his happiness. I don't think he wants to do a podcast. I don't think he has any any um, uh, intention to like be a, an influencer or anything like that. He doesn't even like taking pictures. But he's happy with that. Yeah. And I respect the shit out of that. And I don't think he's less than me. I don't think he's more than me. He's just living his life, living his journey. Am I happy for him? Of course I'm happy for him. Do I expect more from him? He can do more because he has what it takes. But that's what makes him happy. You know, like the other day, like I told him, I was like, hey, man, like I'm not really feeling these workouts anymore. Like I think I'm going to try this program out for a bit. And he's like, well, like, you know, I'm not going to, but like you should try it. Like you should give it a shot and see if you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like just like you just fucking support the people. Exactly. So that doesn't mean that we're not going to talk to him. That doesn't mean that we're just going to drop him. That, that, like, like, we're going to be at the gym at the same fucking time. Exactly. If you need a spot, I'll come over there. Mm-hmm. If I need a spot, he'll come over there. But Exactly. But, like, again, like, setting boundaries, being assertive, being direct, knowing where you're going. Because I think the first thing is that you have to understand who the fuck are you. And if you can't, if you can't even respect yourself, if you can't even take care of yourself, if you can't even love yourself, the hardest things when it comes to codependence, dude, is that what's healthy feels unhealthy for us. Right. So someone can show up with genuine love, with genuine friendship, and we're going to feel as like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? <laughs> right. So as codependence, first thing, know yourself. Learn your traits. Learn your bad traits. Learn what triggers you. Learn your traumas. That's the biggest thing. Learn your traumas. That way you're going to be able to start loving yourself. You're going to start taking care of yourself. You're going to start respecting yourself. And now what what felt what felt uh, unhealthy, now it's going to be feel healthy. And now you're going to be able to have better better relationships. But it comes from you. Right. It starts with you, not with other people. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have anything, any comments, anything you want to tell us, please do. You can tell us that at the Info Greatness uh, Instagram. At Info Greatness. You can tell that to Sean at. At that motherfucker Shanzi. At you, that MF Shanzi. Or you can tell me to fuck up at. At. <laughs> at underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore. At underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore. Hashtag the extremist asshole. (laughs) Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. It's been a great ride. So far, we have 32 episodes. 33. This is going to be 33, 34. Thank you for each one of you that have been there since the beginning. We really do appreciate you. We can't wait for... Or year in review, which is pretty soon. All right, guys. See you in the next one. Bam. 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 Holy fuck.
Oh, my spidey senses are tangling. That was deep, daddy. 